Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? I'd like to wibble wobble. Oh, I got a live one here. All right, podcast time. Let's let's just dive right into uh, the hot trending topic of the day. Okay, uh, Mr. Kevin Hart. Yeah. Uh, you know, first of all, I, I guess it shows that he is human, because uh, you know, with all and, and I and I say this jokingly. I don't want motherfuckers to take this literal, because I know some people will and some people have, uh, based off of things that you know I may have said about Kevin on Sway and. And uh, the Breakfast Club, but again, let me first and foremost say a uh, big shout out to one of the most talented, most successful, and rock star comics in the game since Eddie Murphy. You know, back in the '80s when Eddie was king, I mean, he was a rock star. I mean, leather outfits and oh, selling yeah. out stadiums and whatnot. And, and Kevin has become a rock star. So, big shout out to all the to the talent that is Kevin Hart and. uh you know, the, the he's the fucking man. Yeah, but he also manned up. He's straight up. He well, we'll get to that part. Um, but I, I'm saying all that to say I don't want people to think that. You know, this is this is just more or less about again how comics we bust each other's balls. Um, uh, so you know, people people might hear this and oh, there you go, fucking with Kevin, nigga jealous, blah blah. blah. Listen, if it was any of us comics, this is what we do. You know, but it it shows like you know Kevin been so successful and everything he's put out. Movies, stand up, everything has been a hit. I said if I was if I was Kevin, my next special would be called God's Choice because <laughs> it's like this motherfucker can't lose. Everything. So you know, I guess if you want to call this a chink in the armor, which I don't really think it is, I think like anything else, controversy sells. And just like Fifty Cent got shot eighty seven times, and you know that went into his folklore. Uh, this will be one that'll go into the books, and man, it'll, it'll help you know progress Kevin's legacy. But, you know, it's funny. You said the thing about he manned up. I don't think he should have manned anything. It's just, it's funny to me that a dude in his position, and I, I mean, you know, only Kevin Hart really knows why Kevin Hart felt the need to apologize. Uh, maybe if it was, you know, to show his wife some sort of, you know, Contrition, respect yeah. or homage, I, I guess. But but I, I just look at it like, you know, this motherfucker, if she chooses to work and if she chooses to have her own independence, God bless her. But I think any man in Kevin's position, if if your wife is what you say she is to you and she means as much as you say she does to you, and the bitch ain't supposed to work. So this is a man apologizing, you know, partly to a woman who don't pay no bills. Now, I'm not saying that that makes it right what he did, but... I don't even feel like he owes, why he he feels like he owes anybody an apology. But I wasn't talking about the apology man enough. I mean, he didn't pay anybody. He came out and well, I love his response. He doesn't negotiate with terrorists, right? And that's what I mean by manning up. Not not about the apology, about just saying that this is going to come out. And he and you know, so if he was trying to get ahead of it, um, okay, you know, you got to respect that. Yeah. If he was trying to just simply get ahead of it. Because uh, he knew everybody else was going to talk about talk about it, but again, even if everybody else was going to talk about it, and they were, because that's 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 how we live now. They talk about you when Social you're successful. Social media, you know, uh, Twitter, Facebook, you know, it ain't just the regular cable news channels anymore to do the news. You know, it's 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 your phone. Yeah, but it, if he wasn't successful, no one would care. So no one would care, uh, and, and I don't think to some degree we should care anyway, even though he is successful, because ultimately what go on in a motherfucker's bedroom is their business. I, I just think to some degree it shows you don't really know. We don't really know what 
truly goes on in the lives of people on a on a on a private level. You know, here we are for the last forty years thinking that all Cosby did was sell pudding pops and be America's favorite dad. This nigga's subduing <laughs> bitches. <laughs> but for all we know, this nigga's uh, you know uh, a, a multi a serial pussy taker. But so so what you're saying is we shouldn't put him up on a pedestal, but we shouldn't try to knock him down either. I mean, look, man. Um, people gonna do what they gonna do. You know, we. we I, I think that's just the nature of our culture and our country and our business is that when we uh, we like to see people rise up, and then because a lot of a lot of people ain't got nothing better to do, tearing them down gives them an activity. And before we go any further, I want to give a major shout out to all the loyal bitches in the game, aka Hillary Clinton, Kobe's wife. Who know to stick by their man because they know the real money is in the longevity. It ain't in the divorce. It's in the longevity. And I'm going to tell you this, no matter what some of these feminists may say, particularly these black feminists, because they love to tear a black man down. His wife ain't going nowhere and she shouldn't because if she's smart enough, she knows Kevin Hart is like the stock market. If you got McDonald's stock, you don't just dump the stock just because you're having a rough patch. You know, a brand new sandwich and a return of the McRib change all that stock back up, baby. Kevin Hart is McDonald's stock. But he's never, he hasn't admitted to doing anything anyway. He just said something may be said, something that could come out. He, well, look, at this point, the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, but we've seen the tape. You know, we've seen the apology. You saw the sincerity in his face. You heard it in his voice. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's no, there's no getting around it. But hey, in Kevin's own words, he's going to learn today. So, you know, and you know, I think to you chicks out there, if you bitches just want some money, just say you want some money. You ain't got to trick niggas because truthfully, niggas don't really want to be cared about your birthday and knowing about your favorite color and courting you anyway, unless he really is interested in you. Nine times out of ten, all we just want is some pussy. You know what I mean? And we'd love to be able to cut the middleman out, go straight to Vietnam and get the blue magic. You know, cut the middleman out. 100% pure. See, I don't get this whole thing because I got married, divorced. Right. I, I, I never had any money. I never had to worry about that. I never had to think about that. Well, it's, you know, so for, for, listen, money is definitely a strong suit. If you got money, everything becomes easier. But I know broke cats that, you know, get married women to cheat. Sometimes motherfuckers game just be that vicious. And depending on what that female is going through at the time, if she's weak minded, if she's in a weak emotional place and her husband ain't at home, ain't doing the do, you know, sometimes the right dude come along and spit that wibble wobble <laughs> and, and chicks fall, you know, pray to the to the to, to the game, baby. I like the wibble wobble. Yeah, man. Spit that. Get the gab. That's a talent. Look at pimps. Motherfuckers ain't rich for real. They got, you know, street change. But they ain't rich for real, you know, and they getting hoes to stand on a corner and sell their pussy and give them the money. That tongue tennis is a motherfucker. You know what I mean? It's like one of my favorite lyrics ever by Nasir Jones, one of the greatest rappers ever. Talk all that slick shit the same way these bitches do. You know what I mean? Now, getting that granted. And if you got that gift of gab and you got that ca that charisma and you got some money to sprinkle with that, says you got the golden road, baby. It's easy. You know, I commend. Listen, I almost think. Listen, are, are there are, are all men cheaters? Of course not. Are there rich, successful, you know, famous, loyal men out there? I don't doubt it. But for every one of them dudes, you show I can show you a thousand motherfuckers in that position with that kind of fame, that kind of money, that kind of success, you know, which means the higher you are in fame, success and stature, the greater the temptation, because the more you're going to have come at you. The, the, the higher grade, the better quality is going to come at you. And for any man in that position to w reject that, you a bad motherfucker. Because, I, you know, I listen, I, I ain't got no more love for the motherfucker Corey Holcomb. But he had a great quote. He said, men don't need Viagra. We need variety. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's why I tip my hat off to dudes who could surrender themselves to one piece of pussy for life. Yeah. That, that's 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 uh, think about that for a second. For life. That just sounds like a prison sentence to know that from now, God willing, you live a long, fruitful life. You got one piece of pussy that you ever supposed to taste as a man. It seems like that would go against our most natural instincts as men and conquerors of pussy. You say that as men, but men are cheating with somebody. And it's women. Women cheat too. Women are just better at it than we are. That I would agree with because sometimes we get careless. We are, our carelessness gets us caught. But I think women naturally don't 
cheat. There, there was a tweet I saw today where a girl said, where a guy basically said to a girl, men cheat because we can, because it's available to us simply because we can. And her rebuttal was, it's not that you can, it's just you choose to. You know, that's a choice you've made. Women can cheat too if we wanted to. And my response was, yes, technically yes, but I don't think it's in a woman's natural DNA to cheat. Y'all, women, women can piss standing up, but they don't because it's not in their DNA, naturally. You know what I'm saying? I think a woman wants that one special dick that she can fuck all the time. And as long as she's happy at home, her man is attentive and doing what he's supposed to do on a mental, emotional, to some degree, financial spiritual connection connected level i don't think it's in a woman's dna to want to go around gobbling dick i i I just i I just think the only time a woman cheats is either out of revenge because you did it to her or because she's trying to tell you what it is she wants what it is she needs what it is she desires and as her partner if you are just unwilling stubbornly unwilling and to some degree foolishly unwilling to give that to her like nah bitch beat it I'm watching the game then she'll do it for that reason any reason other than those two if there's any women out there if you cheat on your man for any other reason other than the fact that he will not give you what you are begging for or to revenge well then you're just a hua you ain't shit you a hua I agree with you because I think women cheat for emotional reasons and men cheat for physical reasons I don't think it, I don't think it is within our DNA to think about being with one person for the rest of your life. Maybe when we used to live to like 20, 25, but not now that we live to 50, 60, 70, 80 years old. Well, 2025 is your prime. Yeah, but like the, Eddie Murphy said, that's when you do your best fucking. Yeah, but a marriage has been around a long time and we didn't have a life expectancy when marriage was created. I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure what the statistical rate is on divorce. I know I know nowadays they say uh, most marriages end in divorce, but back then, as far as what you're talking about in terms of of a date, when you say back in the t- back in, I don't know how long ago back, back before America. I mean, back in you talking like the kings and queens times when, when oh, you way were back then. Well, well no. that's what marriage was created for. That was I know, but you you motherfucker was a king, bitch. You ain't have a choice. No, but I'm not talking about the king. I'm talking about the peasants to get married. They weren't living till uh, they weren't living much until their thirties. Yeah, that might have been, you know. You could you could you could last, you could physically as a man say, I'm only gonna fuck this one chick right. until then because you weren't expecting to live very long. I I, I would have loved to have been around back then and know what that was about. Because if you weren't expected to live that long and pussy was available, I would think you'd do your most fucking then. Well, and you didn't take a lot of showers then, so you got used to a funk. You would only <laughs> you'd want one certain funk, you got used to that funk, you got that's the funk I'm gonna spend the rest right. of my life with. Let me ask you, are are you you're in a relationship, right? Yeah. 100% faithful? Yeah. Now, I know the desire to stray may come from time to time, right? Yeah. So what what is it that makes you go, this is it, lockdown, never, ever would I? In a relationship, okay, right now, we, we've, had a, we've had a rough patch in our relationship. I'd say that, uh, you know, like right now, things are weird right now. But what, what has made me in the past say that I would never cheat is just, I don't want to disappoint. I, I don't want her to cheat on me. I wouldn't want to be cheated on. Fair enough. So I don't want to cheat on her. And I really, I admire the person that I'm with. So even though there's other people that I find physically desirable. That was your dad that same way? My real father, I really didn't see him as a father. Well, I didn't see him the man that much. was in your life, that's your father. The okay. man that you My really, stepfather, yes, yes, he was that way. Now see, I, but see, that's the other thing too. I think part of that to some degree becomes hereditary. It's in the bloodline. Like if you're, if you're, if you're a child growing up as a young boy and you see that your parents have that connection and they had that, that, that loyalty towards one another. And it wasn't, it wasn't in your father's DNA or habit to go, you know, soil his royal oats, like in coming to America. He just stuck with one woman. I think that if you grow up seeing that, that becomes a part of who you but are. But my mom cheated but on my, my dad. But why did she do it? She was emotionally. Uh, he wasn't giving a with the, the, the dreidel. Yeah, he wasn't taking care of her the way he was supposed that to. What I just said. Yeah, and I agree with that. Uh, well, but again, to, to my point, I'm just saying. I think, like, I grew up where my pops, my pops was was a serious, for lack of better words, back in his era, Mac. You know, my pop had a lot of women on the side. I know when my mother and him, my mother and father didn't live together. Uh, my mother would take me to into New York sometimes from Jersey to go stay at his apartment in the weekend, and my father just unashamed and just openly had like back then in those days you would have these big huge thick photo albums they were the kind where you rip the plastic and there's the sticky white 
cover or the yeah, back yeah, of it, and you put pictures in it, yeah. pictures in them, and they would hold like just a thick, like a phone book worth of pictures. My father had about, I want to say like thirty of them joints, of them thick phone book like picture books filled with nothing but cut out pictures from Hustler magazine and Playboy. <laughs> not family photos, not family vacations and trips. My father had pictures and naked bitches in them and would look at them like they was family photos. And my father had like a large VHS collection. And he would, and that's kind of where I got my love from for movies. Because my father's range, it wasn't just like, oh, he watched black exploitation. He watched everything. So I would, but he would mix the pornos and with the regular movies. So I go to his house and be seeing "It's a Wonderful Life," "Gone with the Wind," "Uptown Saturday Night," "Big Black Booty Greasy Bonanza 7. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just, my pops just was that dude like that, and I think that to some degree. And because yeah, that's I'm I'm my father's son from a hereditary standpoint, the gift of gab, funny, charismatic. I'm not trying to come off like cocky and unknown arrogant. I'm just saying in terms of my makeup, I'm a lot like my pops. My pops was a smooth dude, gift of gab, charisma, uh character, funny, good looking, and getting pussy for him was no problem. You know what I'm saying? So so and, and I and I grew up watching my pops. With that mentality, like, you know, and that confidence, that confidence and that swagger, get him in, get him out. Yeah. And, 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 you know, no who would it be? No confidence right here. I basically need a girl to come up to me and say, I want to fuck you for me to understand that, <laughs> that you, that you want to fuck her. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, it doesn't, I don't have that. I don't have that. Uh, well, you know what, man, when all else uh, fails, uh, have money. You know, <laughs> walk up to them, throw some money down and say, yeah. I want to fuck you. Okay. But, but, but what happened? Like, uh, um, let's see. Who's the dude from Facebook? What's his name? Oh, uh, there's a million in a month. No, no, the 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 the, the guy who oh, Zuckerberg. It's like he gets married right away. Yes, again, billionaire, billion dollar, youngest billionaire in the world, right, like right. that. Like I, I can, isn't his wife? Was his wife Asian? Yeah, yeah. Is his, that's some weird white boy fetish shit. Okay, white, again, white guys. Not to make it racial, you guys are more prone. Not to make it racial, but let's make it racial. Yeah, we're gonna make it racial because it's got to be. You guys are more prone to do goofy weirdo shit. Uh, than, than niggas do. Niggas is gonna party first. You know what I mean? We ain't motherfucker worth a billion dollars in their twenties. If we gonna get with an Asian bitch, it's gonna be fifty four of them motherfuckers. Look like we vacationing in Hong Kong for the weekend. Y'all go snatch up the one Asian bitch and say I do. I, you know with what? A weird sweater on. If I if I hit the Powerball, I gotta tell you, I love my girl, but in my relationship that I'm in, I might have to say that you know there's some. There's some things that I need to take care of before we go any further. There would be a, 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 there would be a, a little bit of time in between. Like you know, I'm gonna tell you, and this is and this is why you know you 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 hear me joke about it on stage. My last twenty twenty five minutes on stage is just solid. Why I love pussy material, <laughs> and it's like it's not one of them things where I just sat up and went. You know what? I'm gonna manifest this based on pure me being funny and joking. No, no. Comedy in its purest form is truth. Yeah. This is my truth. It's your reality. And I'm telling you, dude, what, what blows me away about pussy is it's almost like there's a billion women in, on the planet, right? Billions of women on the planet. No one piece of pussy ever felt the same to me. It's like fingerprints. They're all individual. No matter how many they are, I have never kissed a woman, several women, had sex with a couple women, got a blowjob by a couple women, and thought to myself, hmm, Sarah feels like Tina. <laughs> Tracy feels like Tasha. Oh, my God. Mei Ling feels like whatever Jewish broad. They all feel different. And I think, and maybe this might be selfish man thinking, but I think how is a dude, if you really only have one turn at this thing called life uh, unless you really can come back and somehow kind of live your life as you kind of did before and even then you couldn't enjoy it because unless you know it's you it's ain't, it ain't you so if you really only get one turn in this motherfucker as a dude knowing how great that is why would you subject yourself to I that? Think it's to their, I think it's to someone's advantage to only have ever had one person in their life. To their advantage? To their advantage. 
And that would be they don't know no better. They don't know any better. I tell you, I, because it's almost like it's almost like doing cocaine. You're chasing the high. You chase it high for the rest of your life. Because once yeah, you but figure they, out, but, but they ain't different feelings of cocaine. No, no, no. Cocaine's effect is cocaine's effect. But 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 it's but you want to continue chase. Once you know that there's more than one style. One, I mean, okay, you know, I have a hair a thing for hair for hair. Right. Different hair textures. I, I started feeling like I I, did, I thought there was just hair. And then when I touched with one girl, and then I found another girl who had a different man. It's and then it started. But do touch a hair? Make, but do hair make you touch a hair? Make you come? No, but then lips. But no, again, when, 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 you kiss, when you kiss a girl, no, you know, because you tell you, like, you, does pussy prints make a difference to you? Does what? Just pussy prints. You said every girl has their own. Like, I, I mean, by by print, I mean the feeling. Yeah, yeah, I know. But when you kiss a girl, you don't get you you, you don't get something out of that. Each girl absolutely is different. Yeah, and every lip is different, and every, every the way they kiss is different. Right. But if you didn't have that knowledge that everyone was going to be different, and you're looking for that that ultimate, I don't know if that's a good comparison because listen, for for a second. I did uh, ecstasy. Now, the first two, three, four months, man, I'm, I'm joking, not that long, but the first, <laughs> the first three or four times, there was nothing like it. It, it. Pissing felt like coming. And if I had to take a long piss, that was the greatest come ever. But after a while, you, you're right. You start chasing what your body is, because your body's become used to it now, you start chasing that ultimate feeling that you'll never get again. What makes Buzzy so different is because it all feels different. Yeah, it feels good essentially, but because it all feels uniquely different, the way a woman breathes, the way she moans, the way she contorts her body during the act, because that's all so vastly different. You never ever get can say, hey, I'm used to one thing. That high is the same, but it's always different. Right, but you always want that different thing, like uh, a girl with uh, bigger lips versus smaller lips, or you, like whoever you are with, you're going to look at someone else, and they're going to have something else that you're going to look at, right. and you're going to go, that's different than what I have right now. I want some of that. Right. It's just like eating. You couldn't, like the best meal that you ever had, you wouldn't, you would get tired of it if you ate it every single day. All the day. time, yeah. which is, which, which is, which is what why marriage variety is. Is, was important. <laughs> But, I love Ruth Chris. Ruth Chris, Ruth Chris, and uh, Del Frisco's make some of the best steak on the planet. Now, granted, you're right. If I had to eat that every day, absolutely, it would be horrific. But but they ain't the only steak on the block. You know what I'm saying? Some steak is cooked different. Some is seasoned different. You know. But but ultimately, it, it it's all good. But it's all different. But why subject why subject subject yourself to that one? I don't thing? think you should. But I said if you only knew that one thing, if you only thought that there was steak and potatoes every day, steak and potatoes is what you would eat every day. You wouldn't know that you, something else existed. I think that those people, I, I think those people are. It's to their advantage because they're not chasing what we're. Well, we, we waste a lot of our time. How many times a day? I, we could be in the most satisfied relationship we've ever been. And you're going to think about every year. I don't give a shit. Every guy might. You're going to think about fucking that girl that you see across the street, no matter what. It, you could be in the best relationship ever. But once we get that in us, you're looking at it. You want to you, you think about it. Not that you're going to go run out and do it, but you just constantly right. think about it. And how much time do we waste thinking about fucking pussy all day? Right, right, right. Well, you know, the, the, the temptation of the flesh is a motherfucker. And, and, and it's like, I, you know. Is it, it? Why would it surprise anyone that Kevin did what he did? It doesn't. Again, to, well, it does to some women. I don't think it surprises any dude. Uh, but but to 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 some women out there, yeah, their jaws are on the floor. They can't believe it. Why wouldn't you be able to believe that? Listen, of course, I wouldn't name names, but there's not a famous dude I know, and I know some of the most top A list dudes in the game. Not one of them that I do I know is faithful. Not one of them. I've been with some of them on some accounts when they've done they dirt, dude. Good luck. I mean, I, I just I, I would like the opportunity to where like I don't know. I'm not going to say Kevin did this. I'm just saying where I'm at in my life. I want to at least be able to say no. Like I want a girl to want me. You always want the option to turn down. Turn, turn it down. I want to at least be in the game though. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I I, I say uh, I think for any successful marriage to work you need a mistress because anybody that's ever been through marriage will tell you it's a lot of work it's hard work and it's stressful and that is the point of a mistress is to help a nigga miss stress <laughs> like bitch don't come at me with your problems 
Don't give me no shit. You are the side piece. Your job is to help me miss this level of stress that I go through with my wife at home. If I want them problems, I'll go to wifey. Right. Your mistress, help me miss stress. I, I just think that uh, you have to feel wanted, no matter. Even if you're in a relationship, you have to have you have to know that someone else wants to fuck you, just so that you don't have to run to go fuck someone else. I think you have to feel wanted, but like you, you still have some relevance. I don't think you can stay in a marriage if you don't feel that way. No, and you're not supposed to. If you're unhappy, get the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, so you know, uh, again, big shout out to Kev Hart. The brother gonna be all right. You know, this 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 gonna blow over like it ain't nothing. Does he lose any Disney dollars? He isn't Disney, is he? Kevin is everything. Kevin is everything. I'm sure he he's done Disney movies. Do you think, but do you think it hurts him? No. No one can No. It's gonna still sell tickets. Listen, Kobe Bryant beat rape, nigga. <laughs> Mike Tyson beat rape. Nigga, if you can beat rape, you can beat uh Tyson bitch trying to extort you for ten million. Yeah, Tyson got fucked over. He really We know did. he did. We know but, he did. But 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 uh, the Kobe thing Kobe that's how great Kobe was, though. Well, you know, listen, it, it's it's a it's a double standard, you know. Again, with money is money is power, fame is power, status is power. You know, if Kobe was, you know, a nigga working at Payless Shoes, it might be a different story. But he's Kobe Bryant, and he's a neg- if he was if he was a subpar player, you know, if he was Smush Parker or Kwame Brown, that nigga'd have been in jail. But you know he's Kobe Bryant, man. And, so, and, but in but what was so amazing about Kobe too? He just stayed with the like everybody else gets traded or moved. Or Kobe, nah, we're just going to keep you right here. Make too many people, too much money, man. We're going to fix it. We're going to make it work out. God bless him. God bless Kevin Hart. Uh, speaking of which, um, something that I'm, I've really had on my to do list, but I know it's going to be incredibly hard for me, uh, stand up wise, I want to venture into the fact that, and I don't know if there's a whole lot of them out there. Uh, cause like Richard Pryor once said, black people, we tight with God. Uh, I know there's certainly a lot of Caucasian atheists, but I'm, I'm, I'm so 98% on the side of getting ready to go to the dark side. Like I, I, I want to believe in God, but I'm doing this double Dutch trying to figure out if I'm gonna jump into the rope thing or not. But and I know that's, and I say that because I think it's blasphemous for any black person to say that. And again, I, I'm not naive enough to think that there aren't any black atheists out there. But uh, to be able to go on stage and say that, you're asking for it. So, of course, the level of it better be funny is through the roof. Yeah, but you don't have to be uh, atheist. You could just be. But but I want to be honest. Be but you don't have to be religious. You you don't think there's a God at all. You 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 think. Uh, you know, I'm gonna tell you, man. Some days I wake up and I look at the beauty of the, you know the planet. You know, when you travel and you get a chance to do what we do, and you look at certain things when you go to certain countries and certain cities and states, and you go, yo, for something to be that spectacular or that beautiful, that's got to be God, man. And and you know, not to try to mix the two, but. When you get some good pussy, you go, that's God, man. <laughs> you know, but then there are other things like when I look at on the news and read the paper and I just go, there's no way this shit is, is there's no way there's a God, man. This, this shit can't not make this, can't be this, not make sense on this level. And, and just too many unanswered questions to where I'm going. Ultimately, I guess I'm saying this shit just don't make sense well, and it don't add up. And my frustration becomes anytime you talk to people of faith, someone who just believes a pastor, a, a nun, a, a whatever. It's like they you can ask them questions and they all give you these don't ask, don't tell like mysterious Responses that don't really answer your question and make you feel like you fucked up for even asking. Because they they make it about faith. You have to have this blind faith. This, I uh, see. I, I think you can be uh, believe in God and not be religious, which is what I agnostic is what I feel like. I, I believe that there's something bigger that I don't understand. We, I, I, I think I don't think it would, if I don't think that there's someone who's moving us like chess pieces on a day-to-day that we call God and a religion that like our, our path is already predetermined. But, but that, and that's where the confusion is because you know, when you tell people about how you have a lack of belief in God or faith and, and you ask certain questions, well, why do things happen the way they happen? One of the first answers you'll hear is, <clears throat> well, God gives man free will, right? But then on the other side, 
people to say things like when you ask, how come what happened happened? Or, you know, God has a plan for everybody. Everybody's destiny to some degree is already predetermined because God has a plan. Well, isn't that a contradiction? Because if God gives man free will, then I have the freedom to do whatever I want. But yet my destiny is already predetermined. Then how is that free will? And again, when you ask these questions, (laughs) then you get looked at like, you're a fucking martyr. Well, I mean, sometimes, I, I mean, I've, I've gotten some people to give some answers, but I, none that I agree with. I or was, none that makes sense to me. No, I was driving today. This, this, is, this has nothing to do with what we were planning on talking about, but I was driving on the road today, and I was looking at all these mountains that I was driving through to come up here. I realized that, you know, if, if what I believe is correct, God made that. Whatever the God is that I don't understand, that I don't have the ability to comprehend, made that without tools, without anything. We build a chair. That's what I think our like how our how our life is. We have to build a chair. We have to take tools. We have to cut things. We have to measure things. We take things that are already done, and and then we put it together, and then you sit on it, and that's a chair. That's what we understand. We something built this earth that I can't possibly understand how they could even comprehend an earth. So how can I understand what a God would that what what that God? Would so be? without being able to understand it, you just basically surrender yourself to. It's got to be something bigger out there, That's something it. better That's than it. us that did this. I don't have no real answers. No one can give me any real answers. No one can take me, tell me anything that makes sense. So based on the fact that I just don't know, I'm going to surrender to what has been told to me, which is there's a greater being and a greater power. That to me sounds cultish. Like, 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 I'm, uh, let me, I'm going to let ahead, you. Go ahead. But when I, when, when, when I always ask people to tell me, if you believe in God and you believe in religion, Other than what you have been taught, because, again, no one is born out of their mother's womb going, I believe in God. I have faith. I believe in religion. You believe those things because they were introduced to you. You went to church as a child. You were told to pray. You were taught to pray. Other than what you were taught or other than what you have been shown, I would love for someone to give me an example in their eyes. What makes God authentic? Okay. What makes religion real? Don't tell me about what you've been taught. Tell me on your own what made you go, I believe in God. And you can email your comments to me at Spears 45 at Hotmail. I'm not being funny. I'm not being sarcastic. I would love to hear and read your input. I, I think it's a great question. Here's how I feel about it, though. Just I, what you keep saying, you know, what you've been taught. I look at all religion as traditions. They're just traditions that people follow. Your mom did it. Her mom did it. Her grand, your grandmother did it. And so you do it because that's what you were taught. To Racism do. is a tradition. It is a tradition. It, it, you're right. It is. So to me, that's almost as dangerous. Religion and, and faith can be as dangerous as, as evil racism. As, you know what I'm saying? If it's, if it's it, again, I, it sounds like a cult to me. I don't have no real answers. I don't have no real clues. Nothing makes sense. But I'm going to surrender myself to this invisible belief because it's what I've been told to do. But I don't look at the belief. When I say it, I look at it, I see some stars hanging up outside. I know I didn't put them there. I know nothing that I understand could have put them there. So I've already eliminated the, the possibility of understanding an entity, a being, uh, an energy that could have done that it's beyond me i don't even try to i don't even try to try to figure that out anymore i just know that there's something better than me right i'm not responsible for this that's how i look at it but the tradition i i think this is there's only a few things that causes war and there and it's religion uh pussy and, and, and property that, all, all, all controlled by man all yeah because we so where does God play a role in any of because that? Because we we think that I think when you said that about uh, like I said not chess pieces, I think we're on this earth to blow this earth up or ruin it or do whatever we do. It was given to us to do whatever we're going to do with it and whoever we are as people. But I think we have to come to grips with the fact that it isn't a day to day thing. This is bigger than anybody could ever understand. We're not smart enough to understand what could make us. I, I just it's just I, I, you know I guess I'm more blown away by again i think no matter what in life you should always ask questions you should always try to seek answers and seek truth and it's just it's amazing to me this blind level of faith and belief and support that black people have knowing to us to to a large degree historically what we have been through 
Like you, you know, you look at any slave movie and you got black people. Oh my Lord, 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 Lord. Now we believe in God. We pray in God. We worship God and we call on God. But yet for 400 years, we remained in bondage, whipped, beaten, our women raped, hung from trees, sold and separated from our families and our identity and our culture. And for 400 years, we keep praying and begging for this powerful, you know, entities, help and interference that never came. The Jews have done it, too. Okay. That never came. Because it's, it, it's like, the, like they say, it's faith. It's faith that knowing that there's more out there than us. But I think the stories... I had this idea a long time ago that there was like three kings on, sitting on top of a hill that controlled the whole world. And they were looking at it, and they saw their slaves and their property, their land. And there was like one of them looked at the other one and go, it's, it's funny that these guys aren't smart enough to realize that all they have to do is come up this hill and kill us, and they can take everything that they, we have. And then the, one of the kings goes, that's a good point. We should make up something so they won't come. And then they wrote the Ten Commandments out, and they started with, you know, at first they said, well, you know, I don't want anybody stealing my stuff. And they were like, okay, we'll put that as number one. And then the other one goes, no, I don't want the other dude fucking my wife, one of my wives. We'll put that as number one. Number two is don't steal. And then the other guy goes, no, I don't want him killing me. Okay, make that number one. And then they made a list, and then they sent it out to the people, and the people went, oh, we can't do this stuff. And it just protected the kings. That's what I think happened. I think that's where all religion came from. <clears throat> yeah, it's... it's uh it, again, man, it, it's like it makes no sense. I don't, I don't know if, the, you know, it's funny because when I was younger, you know, when you're in your 20s and you think that you're indestructible and the world revolves around you, you know, you know, you don't think much about shit like this. And, and I don't know, maybe it might be an age thing. Maybe as I'm getting older, I'm starting to feel, I'm, I certainly believe I'm starting to feel more vulnerable to the bullshit of life. And I, and I can't believe that I was once so young and naive enough to think that, I was immune to it. And maybe, maybe, maybe I should pull back and go, look, dude, if it don't directly affect you, then don't give a shit. But I don't know that I can be that selfish. And at the same time, that thoughtless, because I just look at and I go, you know, you look at, you read the paper and you see the news and you, you hear these stories about terminally ill children with cancer and kids that get raped and sodomized and abused and murdered. And you just go to yourself, especially when you have children. And you yeah. look at, I look at the innocence of my daughter, who I love to death, three years old, my son, six years old. And I go, these are defenseless kids. The idea that a defenseless, weak child could suffer from the mental and physical and emotional trauma and torture of an insane, sick, evil, grown, strong adult. And be begging for their life, be begging for their mommy, daddy, come help me. And there's no interference. There's nothing. The almighty, powerful God doesn't go, you know what? I don't normally step in, but this one is wrong. I'm going to stop this one. I might not save that 45-year-old drunk bastard who's going to die in a car crash tonight because he can't control his liquor. But this one, this six-year-old child, this girl who's about to get stabbed to death 40 times and sodomized by this grown nutcase, I'm going to stop this one. That shatters my belief. To think, hold up. I'm sorry, and I, and I don't mean to cut you off. I just want to lose my train of thought. When we were in Columbus, Ohio, I was going through my phone, and I read a story of a little boy who was walking home, who would who'd normally walk home from school uh, from New York, which it to me is one of the most jungle places, savage places on the planet. You don't let your kid walk home, but anyway, this kid, his parents would let him walk home from school. I think a kid's like seven, eight years old. One day a guy kidnaps him and, uh, you know, can't find the kid. And long story short, the guy held him for several days, tortured him and killed him. And what fucked me up about the story was the kid was walking home from church school. Now, what kind of sick, twisted, evil irony is this? Here's a here, here's a kid who, if you you know, most people of faith and religion, and I Lord knows I read it all the time on Twitter. 
uh, when you when you put your faith in God, everything works out. When you pray to God, everything going to be OK. Black people have a saying in church. where We go. God is good, ain't he? And everybody at the same time all goes all the time. What happened with that kid? And it wasn't like he was coming home from wherever, which no matter where he would have been came coming home from. That's so fucked up. But he was coming from all places. Church school. And you would think, again, if God and the angels are real and they're going to protect somebody, you certainly going to protect a kid coming from your house. Don't make sense to me. Because that's how we understand God. We think about him as good. Is it, he's supposed to be able to see everything and change everything and protect everything and fix everything. That's not what God is. God's an, this is an energy that we're all part of. And we are affected by everybody's energy. And I, I can be completely, uh, obviously, I can be completely wrong, but one thing is for sure that we're all made up of energy. The earth is made up of energy. The world, the, the I believe all that. Energy. But that's all it is. And well, then there's no God then. The, something created it. Something. Something. What it. is something? This is what I'm saying. The riddles. This is what, this is what, what people of faith, be it pastors, priests, you know, whatever, deacons, this is the kind of fucking shit they tell you. We don't have we, the we, ability we, to understand it. Okay, so we don't have the ability to understand it. We can't give you any real answers, even though we practice this shit every Sunday that's in religion. his house. No, that's religion that you're talking about, not not being a spiritual person, not being understanding that there's an energy, there's an entity. I don't even know if it's an entity, but there's an energy that keeps us all connected. But as far as religion goes, that's man-made. God didn't come down here and hand us a religion. If he did, he would have handed us one, and we would all get along right now. God, I hear, what's another one I hear? You know, uh... You know, God, God only, God only really can answer to you or help you if you serve him and by serve him, pray to him, worship him, put your, put, say to God, how do I work through you? You give me the answer. Show me the light. Tell me what I'm supposed to do, God, and I'll work through you. So, but yet God is this all knowing, all loving, all merciful, all forgiving being but he don't answer your prayers without your worship. That's because religion. That's a fucking contradiction. That's religion. I sw- because I-, I believe religion was made up by whatever groups that ran this country or not this country, this world before. Because it's much easier to cut off someone's head when they're kneeling and praying. Amen. I hear that. Well, one more point. Like I was reading on Twitter. Guy, he, he, he goes, uh, whenever you pray to God. And God is ready to do something amazing in your life. Evil attacks from all angles. So my question is, the people in that were trapped in the burning buildings on 9-11, when they either had to face the possibility of burning to death or jumping 80 stories to their death, I'm sure they were praying, please, God, help me. Please, God, please, God. And according to this dude, when you pray to God, he's going to do something amazing in your life. And that's when evil strikes from all angles. So those people's prayers who God didn't answer that day, was that because the, was that the evils attacking from all angles? I, have, I, don't, I, I don't comprehend God that way. But I, I think that if, if you believe in that, if you believe in that, there's solace that you get as you're dying. That's, I think that's what it gives people. I, that, to me, is such a fucking cop-out of an answer. Like, 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 like when I hear, and, and again, to your point, when I've used examples like that in the past, yeah, you know, this person, this young person, this innocent child, this this pregnant mother who died in a car crash because some idiot got drunk and smashed into her and killed her, her unborn child, and two other uh, of her little kids. What, what do you make of that? Well, the solace is in knowing that they're going to a better place and God has chosen them to blah, blah, fucking blah. Why would God, if, if that's the case, if God has a choice to go, I'm going to take y'all out and make y'all come to this better place or use my great powers and, and, and intervene and make it so that it don't even happen in the first fucking place. That way you could live. Your unborn child can experience the beauty of this thing I give, I've given everyone called life. Your kids can live to grow and experience life and their first date and their first this and their first that and first Christmas and love and procreate. I would think there's more meaning in that than telling me some bullshit. Oh, well, 
Yeah, the, the, they found solace and peace in knowing that God has called them to the pastures at a quicker time. That's also created by men. We, we don't know what happens after we die. Okay. I really, I, 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 I mean, my idea of what happens to us is completely different from anyone else I've ever talked to. But I just believe that I don't understand where we are. I didn't hang the stars. Something did. I give credit to whoever, whatever it is. And then I'm just going to go through this world the best way that I can, being the person I can. But to your other thing that you said, when you said, why can't um, someone just stop this? I think uh, stop. Bad things have to happen so that you know good things also happen. You don't under. You wouldn't understand how great life was if you didn't know what the other side of it was. Okay, I don't have to be slapped in the face to know it hurts. Yeah, but you have to know that something hurts. Again, Ari Spears, forty-five at Hotmail. Please email me. I'd love to get your insight as to what you think it is, because you know, pardon the pun. Lord knows, I can't figure it out. Uh, and none of it makes sense to me. You know, that's why it's like sometimes even when I watch award shows, you know, the first thing black people do, you know, I want to thank God because without God, I want to thank God because God, God, God. So you mean to tell me there's not a dozen or a, a, a thousands of Beyonce's in the world? There's not a there, Michael Jordan is the only one of his kind. <clears throat> like Jadakiss said, why a nigga up north better than Jordan that ain't get that break? There's a million Richard Pryors out there, but the fact is, everybody ain't gonna make it. No, it's just that simple. I, I, it's like I think that's you know when when you when you say you know through God and hard work all things are possible. Okay, fair enough. But everybody that 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 doesn't make it, why is that? Because their belief in God is less than yours. Now I don't know. Maybe they didn't work as hard as you. You know that could be it. But I'm convinced that if there are people out there that do work as hard and that do have as much talent and that do believe as much as you do, and then it doesn't happen, why is that? When two teams pray to win the game, only knowing one team going to win, what happened? God don't like the other team? The other team didn't pray as hard? The other team didn't work as hard and, and practice? The other team don't care as much as you do? What's the reason for that? Two boxers come out. They both put their time in the gym, did the road work, hit the heavy bag. They both spiritual. They both love God. They both prayed in the locker room prior to coming to the fight. Only going to be one winner. So how come God chose him and not you? God's a gambler. He has money, he has money on the over-under. If that's, if that's what you tell me, I'll go with that. At least that's the answer. <laughs> Don't give me the mystery. Don't give me no Yoda shit. There is, there, but... <clears throat> I think that this world is made up for us to go through it the way that we go through it, and we can't. We we God isn't going to come and fix these things. God isn't. You know what, man? I, I I am convinced, and it's ironic that we just came back from doing Vegas together. I am convinced that life is basically one big fucking casino, and everybody is dealt a hand to play. Some people go on to beat the house. Very few go on to beat the house when the reality is most of us just get to enjoy the 99 cent buffet and free liquor. You know, and sometimes you're and sometimes you're a winner and sometimes you're a loser and it just works out that way. But it's timing. I don't know what it is. But you know what? Vegas was great. Do that. Uh, doing one show a night. That was, yeah. that was pretty sweet. Yeah. One show. A lot of money. In and out. Not a whole lot of work. No, it was, that was that was nice. I like I like I like the I like the the one show that they gave us time to go actually uh, go out a little bit. Right. Friday night that was nice. Yeah. I, I had a good time in Vegas. Thanks. Uh, that was that was good. Well, we discussed Kevin Hart and we discussed religion. I feel like the religion part could be a two point con- a part two conversation. Well, hopefully we'll get some uh, emails and <clears> uh, we we can we can tie it up. I'm gonna quote my man Eddie Murphy and be out from Vampire in Brooklyn. Evil is good, and ass is good. And if you get yourself a piece of evil ass, whoa! <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> um, uh, we were talking a little bit about movies uh, before we got on this podcast. Yeah. What, 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 what's up that you saw that you like? You were telling me about something. Uh, yeah, you know, man, I don't go to movies like I used to unless it's either a Mar- Marvel or a DC superhero flick. But, uh, you know, every now in HBO, every now and then HBO puts out gems I love. You know, Sopranos to this day, the number one television show ever. Sex in the City, number two. 
I love Real Time with Bill Maher. But I was curious about this this new show HBO just put out called Deuce. And it basically is about the, sle- the, the sleazy, seedy New York scene in the 70s, particularly like near Times Square. When New York was New York. When New York was New York. When you could catch AIDS by, well, that was this 80s, but you know, but when you can catch a disease by just brushing on a bitch, you know, brushing up against a chick. But then they had a cure for it also. You get a shot. Right. But but it just I, I just you know, that period in time that 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 the clothes, the music. I always said, man, if I could come back during any era in my prime and live life, the seventies, to be able to see Muhammad Ali in his prime. Now he wasn't in his prime, sixties was his prime, but but to still be able to see Muhammad yeah. Ali when he was dominant, you know, the clothes was a little funky, but to be the music was certainly classic. That between Ali, the music and AIDS free sex and the cocaine, sign me up, baby. Dr. J. Dr. J. Yeah. Yeah. That just seemed like a cool ass era. Get to go to Rucker Park and watch some real basketball. All of that. So, yeah, that would be. So, you got to check the show out. Let me know what you think. Yeah, I want to check it out. It's only two episodes in the the first season. Uh, But, you know, the pimps, the players, the hustlers. The golden age of porn. Them them horrible mustaches, 70s mustaches. That show looks like it could be fun. Yeah, I want to check it out. Uh, we should probably, you want to leave it there? Let's leave it there. And uh, if you check out the show, if you like the deuce, please uh, email Aries. Yeah, Aries Spears 45 at Hotmail. Uh, and uh, we might use this to, you know, momentum-wise to roll into the next one. And if you're having trouble uh, downloading this off iTunes, uh, you can try Spiel, uh, Spearsburg.com. Uh, it's just our two last names, no space, .com. And uh, that's our, uh, you can go there. You can also leave messages there if you want to, but you can go there and... Uh, Try to download it from there. It might work out a little bit easier. And yeah, to all the people so far, again, we're only really three episodes into this. So we're going to learn as we go. Uh, and hopefully, uh, if we can stay open for business, perfect what we're doing, uh, learn from our mistakes. But to all the people out there, however few there may be who are listening and supporting, uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, you grow with us. Uh, and uh, yeah, we make some noise in this thing. Yeah. I'm good, brother. I'm out. I'm going to drive home. Yep.